today is day 32 on our Bible expedition trip. Oh, we're running low on food and water. <laughs> actually, actually, yeah. we're we're gonna um we're gonna skip ahead a couple of days. Okay, day 36 of our Bible expedition. Hey, hey, aren't you supposed to be good at math? I said a couple. Day 33. God damn it, John. <laughs> day 34. Day 34. We're going to skip ahead to day 34, but we are going to do a quick little breeze through of 32 and 33, mainly because it is almost an identical repeat of what happened in Exodus 25 through 27. So there's really no need to repeat it all. But there are a couple of things that are new in the in those uh, in those two days. So we're going to just hit hit on those real quick. Like, um couple people shit out a whole bunch of gold and silver and <laughs> bronze and stuff and they built a tabernacle which uh, uh, makes me always think of like a uh oh like a bar or some some place where you just get pissed drunk and 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 then we're going to be talking about Leviticus where God kills people for literally having the wrong kind of clothes and not drinking or drinking or some kind of mundane shit oh god's going to go on a bloodbath rampage Oh, we are going to have a bloodbath rampage. Well, no, it's not really a rampage, but it is a bloodbath. So we are going to have that. It depends on the perspective. If you're the perspective of the livestock they keep, <laughs> it's a fucking rampage, bloodbath, slaughter kind of. I mean, they're, this is this is their own personal hell. Well, I mean, if you're doing it from the livestock perspective, I suppose that you are right. Yes, I am. <laughs> What's up, heathens? How y'all doing? Yeah, how you guys doing? <laughs> um, so, you know, we haven't been doing the Bible podcast here lately, but, um, you know, with good reason, uh, various sicknesses and... Holidays. Holidays and all that. We just, you know, I, I haven't really been very active on social media either, so one of my resolutions this year, actually, is to be a bit more active with the heathen, uh, with the heathen audience. Oh, Okay. Yeah, so I've been trying to think of different resolutions that are actually attainable, and so that's going to be one, being more active with you guys. So definitely leave your comments down below, and that that one episode we said we'd do like a year ago, <laughs> we'll, we'll end up responding to comments, we promise. Okay, yeah, we do, we do need to do the comments episodes. We just, yeah, we haven't done that. We'll do no. that. That's a good resolution. This year, we will do comments episodes when? Once a month? Yeah. Once a month, we'll do your comment episodes and we'll respond to your comments. Good comments, bad comments, whatever. Um, if you have questions about stuff and we need to do a little extra research on something or we got something wrong, let us know and we'll address those things. Yeah, well, I get everything wrong, obviously. A lot. Well, you just you you make the jokes. <laughs> I like how that's easily explained. You you do the jokes, honey. You're good at the jokes. <laughs> Let me do the smart things. Yeah. <laughs> um. But okay. So yeah, we're gonna be skipping a couple of days today. Obviously, I know how to add two to a number. Um. So don't take that literally at the very beginning. But. <laughs> Uh, so we're going to be skipping a couple of days, but but the, we are going to summarize a couple of days um, because they're pretty much just doing the Bible thing and repeating shit again, uh, taking up space. I mean, they get to fill those pages, right? Yeah. Fill that copy. Well, they just they are consistently repeating things, and I think that that's this is just my personal opinion. I think that that's mainly because when you have 
oral tradition kind of stuff, the only way that people can remember it is through repetition. Well, there's that, and if you if you remember from my Street Preacher Joe series... Oh, I hate that guy. <laughs> I mean, he ends up repeating himself a lot in general, so I'm wondering if it's just a symptom of, like, having very little to actually say and, and just needing to actually present yourself as having a lot to say well yeah and it's also it's also kind of the no original thought it's a function of having no original thought you're essentially regurgitating information that you've been told and it's yeah it's it's a little ridiculous but you know that's kind of what they do they just repeat the same shit over and over again and they have nothing new to present so it, it becomes repetitive a little I was being, I was being generous. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and get this shit show going. Okay, so Exodus 35 is pretty much where we're starting the, the quick recap. What they're doing is they're constructing the tabernacle. Now, if you remember back to a couple days ago, the past actually two or three days, um, we've talked about the specifications really for the tabernacle and everything in it, the curtains, the lampstands, the altars, the the ark, the clothes, everything, everything, the courtyard, everything about everything to build this, God has told Moses. Okay, so that's where we were before is God was telling Moses, these are the specs. Well, now Moses is telling the people and they're actually building it. So we don't really need to go through all of the cubits and all of the colors of yarn that they're supposed to use and everything. Dip this in gold and this should be in bronze and these two cherubs should be facing each other so that God can sit his holy ass on this ark. Like, you know. like It gives a whole new meaning to like, you know, rubbing your rubbing your ass in someone's I mean it just seems like he's, <laughs> a God is sitting on the face of these cherubs or whatever the fuck they are well, between just, them yeah he's like yes those need to be very pointed and right up my ass okay <laughs> no reason necessary for it Moses just fucking do it <laughs> so it goes through all of that stuff here are a couple of the new things that we didn't get in those chapters. So the artists who would be responsible for actually creating these things and teaching other people how to create these things are um, Bezalel, who is the son of Uri, who is the son of Hur of the tribe of Judah. So one of the sons of the tribes of of the tribe of Judah is responsible for, he's like the head artist, right? For making all of this happen. The other guy um, who is responsible for basically doing all of it, but also teaching others how to do it is um, Aholiab, who is the son of some guy I can't fucking pronounce in the tribe of Dan. <laughs> the tribe of Dan. I know you love like, the tribe of Dan. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, well, no, in this particular instance, I like it because you can't pronounce the guy who's in the tribe of Dan, but he's in the tribe of Dan. It's like, oh, yes, this fuck, he's in the tribe of Dan. He sits at the little kid's table <laughs> with the other <laughs> kids. <laughs> okay, so it's it's basically a hisamak or a hisamak. And uh, Okay. Okay. And there, don't you gotta add a little bit of Jew to it? Be like, well, sure, we could do that, 
but that's that's the father of the guy so he's really i don't understand they're just establishing a lineage here um so the guy in the tribe of judah is basically the guy that will have that so essentially they're saying god has filled this guy with skill ability and knowledge in all kinds of crafts to make artistic designs for work in gold silver and bronze to cut set stones to work in wood and engage in all kinds of artistic craftsmanship so that's uh his job aholiab the from the tribe of dan he has been blessed with not only a t- artistic skill not as much as uh Be- bezalel but he also has the ability to teach others those skills so i don't know why if god has gifted uh bezalel with these skills he can't just gift the other people but apparently the dude in dan has to teach them how to do it so that's new um I really don't understand how giving skill works and why skills can't be given to other people, but, you know, it is what it is. Look, okay, the skills, they come out the tip of my dick. So what you got to do, all right, you got to suck it out the tip. Okay, that's the only way to get new skills, okay, there, little little tribe of Dan person? <laughs> that's how you get the skills. Or is the tribe of Dan the one that's giving the skill? The tribe of Dan is teaching. Oh, okay, through his dick. No. Not everything is about dick, John. It is with these people. Uh, well, not really. Mostly in this. We're going to get to Leviticus today, and it's mostly going to be about blood. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I, well, I, I mean, you had the cherubs with the dildo faces and everything that were going to be going no up God's No one said they had and... dildo faces except for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, another new thing is that Moses commanded... Um, all of the people, all of the Israelites to bring supplies. That was something that God told Moses to do is get all of the supplies for all of this shit from your people. Tell them what you need and they will bring it to you. Well, so that's what he did. Moses told all the people and they brought so much stuff that Moses had to issue a second command to all of the Israelites telling them, stop bringing shit. We have enough. So they were restrained from bringing more because they already had more than enough to do all of the work that they needed. So they were a generous people, the Jews, <laughs> which is shockingly anti their Okay, okay, li- listen. Okay, in, in, in our previous episode, we talked about how they started worshiping this bull thing, right? Mm-hmm. Or cow or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. And then Moses had, like, the Levites or whatnot come through and, like, kill a thousand of them. Mm-hmm. I think that I'd be giving up everything, too. It's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this warlord guy that we're following is going to fuck us up if we don't give him enough of this shit. <laughs> yeah. So they brought they brought all kinds of stuff. And then they start to do the work. So they make the curtains and the coverings. The framework was built for the tabernacle. The veil was made. The ark and the mercy seat. The mercy seats were God's ass goes. Remember? <laughs> you mean the cherubs' faces? They're, the cherubs are on the sides. You think that God's not going to fuck his own ass with those chairs? No, I don't think that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so then they built the table, uh, the lampstand, the altar of the incense. Then they blended the oil and the incense, which we already know what they told them to make it out of and all that other shit. And no one else is allowed to use those formulas because if you do, dead, right? They made the altar of the sacrifice. Um, The court was constructed. They did all kinds of shit. So... Here's what's new when it comes to that. The amount of materials that it required 
Okay, so I'm not going to go through all of the materials, but here are the important ones. It took over a metric ton of gold to do all of the gold dipping, because if you remember, they have to dip everything in gold or bronze or silver. So we, they used over a metric ton of gold, over three and a half metric tons of silver, and over two and a half metric tons of bronze. That's a lot of fucking precious metals for a goddamn tabernacle. Yeah, plus they had all kinds of gems. They had they had jewels and they had rubies and emeralds and all kinds of different jewels that they also used. So this thing is like very grandiose. What I have to ask here though is that God is the creator of the universe and everything like that. Mm-hmm. He's eternal. Correct? Well, n- not correct, but according to this book, yes. Well, I'm I'm saying according, like in the dogma, yeah, God is eternal, right? No beginning, no end. No, no beginning, no end. He has all of these very finite requirements for his people, like this eternal God who probably is sitting up in heaven with like I don't know strippers on gold poles or something <laughs> up there. I don't know what a God, what this God would have. Pro- actually, no, he probably wouldn't have strippers. He would probably mm-hmm. probably be have like conveyor belts with like goats coming in, getting slaughtered, and then you know sh- and then burning the bodies. Like he would probably have a conveyor belt up there just doing all this bloodshed yeah he's really not a fan of women no he's not Mm -mm. so i mean that's he would probably be bathing in blood up there uh but then he's like yes but build me a tabernacle full of gold silver and bronze make sure you dip everything because as we all know god loves to bedazzle his shit yeah so basically what they're doing is i mean it's it's very evident that this is a i don't necessarily want to call it a scam but kind of this is a a plan concocted by the people who want to lead to obtain wealth from the rest of the people so that they have more power, more wealth than the rest of the people. This is this is where you get a separation of classes. I mean, I, this obviously happened. This is obviously was a societal construct class um, before this. But in the Jewish community, like, how, well, the Israelites, um, they're basically isn't much of separation of people other than what they're responsible for. It's very communal to this point. And now they're really separating out, you know, they're really starting to separate out who, who has and who doesn't. Well, right. And I mean, you know, you have the priests and everything that are just fucking bedazzled up with gold, silver and shit. Mm -hmm. And then you have the other people out there. They're like, Oh, we have to give them more gold. Yeah, we have to give them everything we have, even though they have metric fuck tons of everything else that we've already given them. Right, and it's kind of odd how God has the exact same, like, tastes and objectives and and requirements as, like, like a a ruler or leader or whatnot that is just looking to amass more power and and wealth and stuff. Like, it's just, it's really odd to me how they're like, oh yeah, God exists and he needs this fucking big church and 10% of my income like (laughs) (laughs) he he created the entire universe according to your dogma why does he need 10 percent of your fucking income yeah it's it it is very interesting it's basically how the people in power stay in power it's how they obtain wealth um they they value precious metals precious gemstones things like that things that are rare they value those things and they need a constant influx of your money in order to be able to survive without doing any actual work, right? Mm-hmm. So 
these are the things that they value. And a a supernatural, all-powerful, all-knowing being would not value precious metals on an individual planet. That's just insanity and ridiculous. But this is, people don't see past these kinds of things. These are just small, these are just small things that any rational person reading the Bible should notice. Um, but it's just completely looked over. Mm-hmm. So anyway, moving along. So then priestly garments are sewn. Ephod is made. Breast pieces are made. Robes are woven. All of this other stuff. All the clothes are made for the priests, right? Then Moses inspects everything and finds, I mean, he measures everything. He makes sure that everything is made to the exact specifications that God gave him when he was up on the mountain, because obviously that's important. And he saw that they had done as the Lord had commanded. So he blessed the the people, the artists and everybody who did that. Um, so then there were instructions given for how to assemble the tabernacle because this was just all the pieces, right? So now you got to put all the shit together. So um, God tells Moses how to set it all up, um, how to consecrate everything. Uh, the tabernacle was erected. The priests were anointed. Everything was done and glory filled the tabernacle at the end of Exodus chapter 40. It says, then the cloud covered the tent of the meeting and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. Moses could not even enter the tent of the meeting because the cloud had settled upon it and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. (laughs) Remember guys, the glory of the Lord is his big dong. The Bible doesn't say that. That is what his glory is. Don't forget. (laughs) I mean, he, he, God moved his glory past uh, Moses and then covered him up so he could see his ass. So, you know, I mean, he flashed his testicles and then his ass to Moses. I mean, I really don't, that really doesn't take a lot of thought to get there. I mean, that seems pretty in line with the Bible. You're right. It does not take a lot of thought to get there. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not any critical thought. (laughs) So this is the end of our Exodus journey. We're going to move into uh, Leviticus now and so part of how this book the uh, the daily bible book that we're actually using to do this is that all of the commandments not just the 10 all of the shit that God tells Moses there's 600 and some odd of them that is all going to be grouped together at the end of these chapters um, so that because to avoid repetition, basically, they're going to take shit that's in um, Exodus and Leviticus and I think Deuteronomy and Numbers. Right. And put all of that stuff together in one place by category to make it easier to go through all of them. Right. So February 3rd, day 34 is going to start out with Leviticus chapter eight. And basically they assembled the congregation. We actually can skip a little bit of this too, because we've already gone through this. Um, Moses brings everybody um, as the Lord commanded to the tent of the meeting. Aaron was clothed as, you know, required breastplate here, head wrap here, fucking tiara and all that shit. Um, So God made him a pretty, pretty princess for him to fuck. (laughs) It wasn't a tiara. It's like there. Um, it's a, a a headdress. Well, he has the headdress, but he also has the um, 
it's it's a turban and then it's got a, a diadem on the front of it like it's got it's like a crown kind of like a um it, it's a crown but you know it was more fun to call it a tiara thanks it's a crowned turban, you know, totally well, Middle Eastern thing. Well, and, and, you know, honestly, this doesn't make a lot of sense because if you remember in Genesis, like, God was perfectly fine with Adam and Eve being just totally naked, like, the entire time. Yeah, not anymore. Now he wants everybody to wear fucking jewels well, and yeah, gold I, thread. I think that's because when they sinned and they put those leaves on their genitals, I think that God was like, oh, for heaven's sake. We have got to get you some better threads. <laughs> so now God is a homo? <laughs> You're saying... <laughs> I, I would think that all of my commentary up to this point would seem to indicate that God is a homosexual. That's true. There. That is true. <laughs> well, because even when he comes down, he gets ass-fucked by Israel. So. <laughs> so once all of once Aaron and his sons were all clothed and dressed up in their fancy garb then basically they move on and they make a sin offering a burnt offering a ram of ordination basically they kill a bunch of animals right um a bull good old old bloodbath god you know how he he's gonna do (laughs) he's always gonna have that blood on his hands yeah so they kill a bull uh they kill a ram they kill a goat um they kill several different kinds of animals um and then from there they basically they do this for seven days and once the seven days are up the priests are consecrated the tabernacle is consecrated uh, Aaron and the sons, according to Moses, did everything that the Lord commanded. So they're ready to go. All right. So what they do from here is they then Moses calls for animals, which is interesting since they just killed a bunch of animals. Now we're going to kill a whole bunch more. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, this is only this is logic here, Casey. I don't know why you have to, <laughs> you know, question it and shit. Yeah, well, they so what they do is they as they're killing, you know, they're doing what what we already talked about earlier in Exodus and they're going to rub the blood on the horns that's on the altar. They're going to sprinkle blood on the altar. They're going to pour the rest of the blood at the foot of the altar and they're just going to make it generally bloody everywhere. And apparently this pleases God. Uh, There's a fellowship in killing apparently that's that's what the deal is here so they uh there's a sin offering for aaron from the people right now this is from the people for the priests now that the priests are consecrated so this is a whole separate thing but still a repetition of the same deal um then they have a burnt offering a sin offering and a peace offering now, if you remember earlier in Exodus, they talked about how the peace offering is basically offered and then the priests take some of that food and that's, well, some of that animal killed and that's what they are allowed to eat. But before they eat it, they have to take the, the, the pieces, which in this case are, and I don't know of what animal, uh, ox and ram, or maybe it was goat, not sure, calf. Um, but they take the breast of the animal and the right thigh, because the left thigh, fuck that thigh in particular, and they wave it 
you know, all up to the God and as a wave offering. Waving in the air like you just don't care, but then I'm going to need you to eat that shit or else I'm going to kill you motherfuckers. (laughs) Yeah, so this is what they're allowed to eat, and it's basically a gift for their sacrifice. Mm -mm, Yeah, okay. Well, I still don't understand why this uh, eternal God has such finite things. Like, I, I don't know if it's just like the visual of the blood on the ground and everything and just the smell of, of cooking meat is enough to sustain him. But um, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, no, it doesn't make sense at all. So Moses and Adam went into the tent of the meeting and when they came out, they blessed the people and the glory of the Lord appeared to everyone. Remember, people, that's his dick. (laughs) That's his glory. Yeah. Okay. Is that why they call him glory holes? Yes, Mm -hmm. because of the dicks. Okay. So then fire comes out in the presence of the Lord and consumed the burnt offering and the fat portions left on the altar. And when the people saw it, they shouted for joy and fell face down, basically praising him. Well, yeah. I mean, I know I always like it when someone is ass up face down (laughs) anyway wait someone well i wasn't gonna say you but you're kind of making me right now sorry my bad anyway so aaron's sons after this happened aaron's sons nadab and abihu they take their sensors and sensors if you don't know are the little um like kettle pot things that they put incense in and they wave around you know to spread incense all over the fucking place basically a tool of death when it comes to me because i can't um i can't breathe in incense it makes me choke to death um so so were they inoculating it against your people (laughs) my people yeah the non-american indian people well whatever (laughs) i think no because like i'm part jew people true but i mean they would be inoculating it against okay so maybe they were inoculating against the jew muggles the jew muggles (laughs) like i'm not i'm not purebred jew so i'm not they're they're weeding people out that way yes okay (laughs) so they take their sensors and they put fire in them and added incense And they offered the incense to the Lord. Unfortunately for Nadab and Abihu, they didn't use the fire that God sent. They just used regular old fire. And I don't really know the difference between God fire and regular fire. But uh, God was pissed. (laughs) And we all know what happens when God gets pissed. Yes. He kills motherfuckers. Yes. So fire came out before the presence of the Lord and consumed them. And they died before the Lord. Killed them. <laughs> so you're, I, I, I really cannot reconcile like this version of God with the New Testament version of God. Because this version of God is so fucking pedantic. And then it's like a total 180 in the New Testament because he's like all forgiving. And it's like, oh, you can ask for forgiveness. You don't have to slaughter three calves and wiggle your dick around in blood. <laughs> Well, so that's the power of Jesus. John. <laughs> oh, we're just supposed to bathe in his blood instead of the blood of goats. It no, makes no, it not, so much better. No, 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 honey, no. We don't bathe in Jesus's blood. We drink it and oh. eat his flesh. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Which is not near as creepy. 
No, cannibalism's fine. <laughs> it's so much better than like you know, eating a lamb, which uh, people lamb eat is every delicious. Day. Lamb yeah, is I know. delicious. I know. So anyway, so. Moses goes up to Aaron and says, because Nadib and Abihu are um, Aaron's, two of Aaron's sons. He has four sons. They're all priests, right? So Moses goes up to Aaron and says, this is what the Lord spoke of when he said, among those who approach me, I will show myself holy in the sight of all the people I will be honored. Well, Aaron basically gives him a silent fuck you, apparently. <laughs> And uh, Moses basically summoned two of um, two of Aaron's nephews to carry out his son's bodies, right? Because they, of course, they have to take them out. I don't know why, um, but you know, apparently that's the thing to do here. They take out the bodies, and then uh, Moses says to Aaron and his remaining two sons, do not let your hair become unkempt. Basically, don't uncover your heads, is what he's saying, because they, they all have, you know, the turban headdresses on. And Because they're Middle fucking Eastern. Yeah, yes, they're Middle Eastern. Um, do not tear your clothes, or you will die, and the Lord will be angry with the whole community. So basically, he's saying you can be upset, but you can't be too upset. Like, don't throw yourself a temper tantrum here. Uh, it's not really a big deal. This is what God wanted. So, yeah. Yeah, don't throw a big temper tantrum, but do slaughter shit for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then Moses said, but your relatives and all the house of Israel may mourn for those the Lord destroyed by fire. So they're allowed to be sad and mourn them, but they're just not allowed to react in any certain way because it was God's will. Like, you can't be mad at God for killing people for legit no fucking reason because there is legit no difference in one fire and another. Oh, apparently there is in Israel. Well, I, I, I disagree, well, I disagree with myself a little bit there because there is a difference between, like, a grease fire and any kind of wood-burning fire. <laughs> you have to put the grease fire out with, like, chemicals. You can't just put water on that shit. Um, so, I mean, I guess... But yeah, but that's not because of the fire. It's because of the grease, like well, the yeah. fire, the flame, the fire is. Yeah, the fire, the fire is still the same. It just depends on on how you put it out, yeah, the chemicals yeah. involved in it. But uh, still, one fire is the same as another in the, at this point in time. At any point in time, but <laughs> anyway, so there are some Christians who this next part talks about uh, wine and drinking, and there are some that would say that the reason that this passage comes after Aaron's sons basically mix up the rules and make a mistake. That's all they did. They made a mistake. They were still offering to the Lord. Like they were still offering incense to the Lord. They were praising him. They were doing what they thought they were supposed to do, but they just used the wrong fire. It was a simple mistake on their part. There are no mistakes in the house of the Lord. Do you understand me, you little shits? No, there are no mistakes in the house of the Lord. Um, and, and one of the reasons they that Christians have said that they made this mistake was because they were drinking. So the Lord tells Aaron, you and your sons are not to drink wine or other fermented drink when you go into the tent of the meeting or you will die, <laughs> which he's proven he will do. Don't fuck with God and his fire. You understand? 
This is a lasting ordinance for the generations to come. You must distinguish yourself. Well, you must distinguish between the holy and the common, between the unclean and the clean. And you must teach the Israelites all the decrees the Lord has given them through Moses. So basically, you're not allowed to drink in church, which is interesting because Catholics drink in church. Well, not just Catholics either. Like the Lutherans, mm-hmm. they also drink wine. It's not on a every Sunday basis. Like they, they don't do it every Sunday. But, I mean, there are other Protestant uh, ones out there that, that do it. There are, but not a whole lot. Generally, the, the Baptist, the more, the more evangelical uh, Protestant religions, they use juice instead of wine because they're not allowed to drink alcohol. Oh. And this is part of the reason they're distinguishing themselves well, as holy right well i don't understand that then because i mean in the last supper he clearly had wine jesus was a friend of wine he turned water into wine i don't know why they gotta disrespect wine like that okay well so apologetics will say that the reason they drank wine in that time versus water is because it was hard to find clean water oh okay well then uh, if it so are they supposed to drink the nasty ass water as opposed to the wine that is somehow fucking cleaner well it's cleaner because it's grapes it's not it's fermented grape juice so yes they're supposed to drink wine well i mean they drink wine instead of water but but now like (sighs) well i mean uh, hold on Uh, but but my point is is that with the wine you normally have to dilute it a little bit with water otherwise it's just it's really kind of sludgy well i don't know the entire like wine making process my assumption is there would be water in it but as as most drinks most i mean drinks contain liquid water for the most part yeah but anyway i don't know the whole entire process for making wine but wine uh, was not to be drank, and and it doesn't say always. It says when you go into, whenever you go into the tent of the meeting. So, which I mean, you got to admit, it's taken a long time for God to get on this bandwagon, isn't it? Because like Noah, he got drunk and like laid out naked and caused his son to sin. Uh, yeah. And then uh, the uh, what was it? Lot and his daughters. Yeah, he was drunk. <laughs> so I mean, it's taking God is like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you guys one more chance. And then it's like the fire was the last straw. Like, I can just see God up there on a side, like, God damn it, I'm fucking tired of this shit. <laughs> they used the wrong fire. Ah, fuck, fuck alcohol. <laughs> but it's not everybody. It's it's them. He's specifically saying they have to distinguish themselves as holy versus common so like the common people it's not like he's saying drinking i mean as far as i can tell from this passage it's not that drinking is bad well uh, okay i get that yeah but the point the counterpoint i would make is the fact that god saw noah as righteous and lot as righteous right and so you would think that he would jump on the back bandwagon then about setting his righteous or his holy apart from others. Yes, you would think so. But, you know, now we have all the rules. <laughs> oh, the rules. <laughs> Thank God for the rules. <laughs> so uh, anyway, Moses tells Aaron and his remaining two sons, take the grain offering left over from the offerings made to the Lord by fire and eat it prepared without yeast because yeast is the devil. 
uh, beside the altar, for it is most holy. Eat it in a holy place, because it is your share and your son's share of the offerings made to the Lord by fire. His fire. Note. His fire. Not any fire. So, so I have been commanded, but you and your sons and your daughters may eat the breast that was waved and the thigh that was presented, eat them in a ceremonially clean place. They have been given to you and your children as a share of the Israelites fellowship offerings. And then it just repeats itself kind of. And it says, um, this will be the regular share for you and your children as the Lord has commanded. So this is how the priests eat. People come and they bring their livestock to offer um, to God for, you know, atonement for their sins and as a peace offering, etc. And then portions of that after they do their whole blood and liver and, and intestines and fats and all kinds of things and burn and do what they got to do. After that, then there are certain pieces of it that the priests are allowed to eat. So that's how they get their food. So when Moses inquired about the goat of the sin offering, uh, when he talked to Aaron and, and asked him about it, he was angry when they basically told him, well, it had, he, he saw that it had been burnt up instead of eaten. Right. So he asked about it and he was mad. He said, this is most holy. It was given to you to take away the guilt of the community by making atonement for them before the Lord. So it's part of the ceremony that they are supposed to eat it. Not just that they can, that they have to. And in doing so, they're taking away the guilt of the community in God's eyes, right? So since it wasn't done, they've basically robbed the people of their atonement. Well, I, I kind of wonder, because there's, in antiquity, there's this whole idea of a sin eater. I wonder if, if this has something to do with it. I don't know. Because uh, I, I want to say, I don't know if that was just part of like an an X-Files thing, maybe? <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of hard to X-Files, distinguish. X-Files, Bible, same fucking thing. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, at this point, they're kind of similar. I, I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, Moses was mad, and Aaron responded. He said, Today they sacrifice their sin offering and their burnt offering before the Lord. But such things as this have happened to me. Would the Lord have been pleased if I had eaten the sin offering today? When Moses heard this, he was satisfied. What this, the fuck? I don't know. This makes no sense to me. I really don't even understand the language here. Um, I don't know what he's saying. Well, I mean, I don't understand. Like, it, it, that just seems like it, it's it, it's not a complete, like, thought or teaching there. Because it's like, oh, he said, would the Lord have been pleased if I ate it today? And, and Moses is like, well, fuck no. I mean, I, I guess the Lord doesn't give a shit at this point. But, I mean, he <laughs> did get pretty pissed off about the fire. So, I don't know. This seems like the kind of pedantic shit that would cause you to get a fireball up the ass. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so... Anyway, Moses was fine then, and that is the end of what we're going to talk about today. Um, Next time, we're going to talk about, we're going to actually be in numbers next time. And uh, the Levites are chosen for service, and basically, which we already knew that, but this goes into a little more detail, talks about how the firstborns are not chosen because the firstborns belong to God. Um, It talks about purifying the Levites, um, age of duty, when you're supposed to start uh, and when you're supposed to retire even. Um, and, And so it goes into that and then more offerings from the tribes of Israel. And it goes through the tribes of Israel and talks about the different, um, 
the different offerings, what they gave. And it, it's interesting because they even, they give silver, they give, they give money, they give oxen, they give fabrics, they give all kinds of shit. And it's basically the, the tribes of Israel and all the people uh, coming together to give them shit. And this is a lot of people. I mean, this is from when they came over from Egypt, it was over 600,000 men over 20. So you've got the rest of the men and boys under 20 and all the women and girls. Right. And which, I mean, if you if you remember, I mean, the Jews were pretty um, polygamous, I guess you would say, um, in, in their marriages and whatnot. So it wouldn't just be like a one-to-one ratio either. I would suggest that it's probably like a one to two or maybe more ratio. So I, I think that it would probably be up upwards to 2 million people. It's a lot. I mean, it's a lot of people. Right. And I mean, at one point in the Bible, they described the population growth, uh, it being like exponential and shit, but, but you can, f- you, there are population growth, uh, math, uh, mathematical equations. And if you apply it to the, to the Israeli, uh, is- Israeli population or whatnot, in the Bible, um, there's not enough people to actually sustain that kind of growth. Uh, you would have to have an unheard of kind of um, reproduction rate, uh, and and it, it, it basically it boils down to it being very uh, impossible. Yeah. So that's what we're going to talk about next time. We're going to go through each day and each tribe, the sons of the different sons that that bring the stuff and what they're doing, and it's uh, it's kind of you know more sacrifice yay Yay. sacrifice more blood stuff and whatnot um in the comments though i want to know what kind of pedantic shit do you think god also in this portion of the bible would burn a motherfucker for for like stepping in the in the wrong cow shit or you know maybe fucking the wrong goat what do you think I don't know, like if they didn't tie their turban as God <laughs> commanded, or like maybe they were a tenth of a cubit off on something. Of course, we know they're not a tenth of a cubit off on something because remember Moses inspected and measured everything. So yeah, measured them with his cubit dick. <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. Well, that looks about right. Hold on, I gotta get it harder again. Stop! 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 stop. <laughs> Well, heathens, we appreciate you joining us today, and I hope that you will join us next time when we go into numbers, and eventually we're going to get to the commandments where God lays out exactly how pedantic he can be. Yeah, and I don't understand why he cares about this shit at all, but anyway, it is what it is. Don't forget to stand up and use your voice. Bye, heathens. Bye, y'all.